You are wrong to another edition of Jesus the Way, the Truth and the Life with Dr. Dayo Otukoya. This program is built to take you on a spiritual journey where you become a certified winner in all aspects of life using Jesus as a guiding compass. So, get ready to bask in the banquet of liberation, transformation, light and knowledge through Christ. And now, Dr. Dayo Odukoya. You're welcome to Jesus the Way, the Truth and the Life. I'm your host, Dayo Odukoya, or just simply Daddy D. Now hear this. The Lord told me expressly in his word that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Listen, as you listen to me, and apply these key lessons from this message. You shall be set free from all oppressions of the devil and you will enter into abundant life in Christ Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Did I hear you say amen to that prayer? Glory to God. So you welcome again to Jesus, the way, the truth and life. The topic for today is we are sent to save sinners. We are sent to save sinners. That is, if you are a believer, if you are not a believer, you are going to join that company too because we are saved to serve. Hallelujah. So you're going to be hearing more about this very interesting topic. Glory to God. But before proceeding, it's our culture to quickly situate the essence of this broadcast. Maybe this is your first time, even if it's your, if you're your first time, it's always good to just hear this introductory part again and again. I'm telling you, it will ignite, it will provoke something in you because the essence of our life is actually in these introductory statements. They are in this, the essence of our life is in this introductory statement, I'm telling you. So it's good to hear it again and again and again and again. You cannot over... So don't say, I've heard this one before. No, just listen again. Because it's not a permanent recording. Every time it's, I just record it freshly. So the Holy Ghost will be saying something new. So if you are a regular listener, don't be switching off when it comes to this intro and closing. Because everything is new. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So... Now, the statement of the broadcast team is Jesus the way is the way. Jesus the way, the truth, and the life. That's actually the team. Jesus the way, the truth, and the life. So, we're going to explain the three phrases. Jesus is the way, Jesus is life, and Je- I mean, Jesus is the truth, and Jesus is life. Now, so what does it mean when we say Jesus is the way? John 14, 6, our master Jesus declared, he said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Hmm. Can you say that? And then in Acts of Apostles chapter 4, verse 12, the scripture may declare again, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. So the lesson from these scriptures is that Jesus is the only way to God. Don't be angry. It's just the truth. You can't fight against the truth. If you need more clarification on this or you want us to discuss it further, you can get across to me at the end of this ministration through my contact details I'll be sharing with you. You can't fight against the truth. Now, secondly, the second phrase there says, Jesus is the truth. What does that connote? Now, John chapter 1, verses 1 to 3 makes us understand that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All things were made by Him. 
And then verse 14 says, And the word became flesh. That's John chapter 1 verse 14. And dwelt amongst us. That's how we come to realize that Jesus Christ is the word of God. And then in John 17, 17, the scripture says, Thy word is the truth. So if Jesus Christ, our master, is the word of God, and the word of God is the truth, that simply implies that Jesus Christ is the truth. Jesus Christ is the truth. Hallelujah. And so one very interesting thing about the truth is that truths are eternal. They are unlike facts that change. Truth, God has protested his word many times over and they are found true. It cannot change. The, the word of God is infallible. Thy word, O God, is forever settled in heaven. The word of God is forever settled. So you can so wisdom demands that you build your life in and around the truth and on the truth. And that way you'll be building eternal legacies. You will not be wasting, laboring in vain. I see God taking you, I mean, helping you to, I mean, build your life aright so that you don't end up laboring in vain in Jesus' name. Finally, Jesus is life. Life connotes health and vitality, and that is part of the essence of this program, divine healing. By stripes we're healed. And so we, and we, act, we actually minister to those who are sick because by even merely listening to this word alone, it has power to heal you from every affliction and oppression of the devil because the Bible says you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. It's not in falling down and screaming. It's knowing the truth and applying the truth that emancipates you. The knowledge of the truth is what emancipates when you apply it. You are automatically saying, I cannot tell you the number of oppressions I've been suffering before I gave my life. And as I was daily increasing knowledge of the word, how God has been setting me free. I'm telling you. I'm a living proof of that, of this fact, of this, of these statements. So and that's why I have great confidence in sharing this. I'm not just telling you stories. I'm sharing you my own personal, what I'm experiencing and enjoying by the grace of God. So Jesus' life, indeed. And then another part of that Jesus' life is that Jesus is the key. Is the life connotes eternal life too. We are talking about eternal life, not just the present life, or biological life. We enjoy this good health. Jesus is also eternal life. Hallelujah. You can see that in 1 John chapter 5, John 3, 16, and 1 John chapter 5, verses 11 to 12. This is the record that God has given us eternal life. And this life is in, in His Son. He that has the Son, Jesus, has life. So if you don't have Jesus in your life, in your heart, in your life, you, have, you, have not, you, are not yet, you don't yet have access to that eternal life. And that would be pathetic if you should die and leave this planet out without receiving that gift of eternal life. That means the person will end up in eternal suffering in hellfire. That will not be you in Jesus' name. So you'll be given opportunity to give your life to Christ so that you receive Jesus and receive the gift of eternal life at the end of this ministration. That's why you should stand by and listen and all through to this message. Your life will not remain the same. Hallelujah. Jesus is life. So, it's the key to eternal life. See, this is the record. God has given us eternal life. That's 1 John 5, 11 to 12. And this life is in his son. He that has a son has life. As you receive Jesus Christ, I see you enjoying eternal life with God in Jesus' mighty name. And this program, like I said, a social so, so program for your healing. He sent his word and healed them. As you are listening to this word, you'll be automatically set free from every oppression of affliction of sickness in Jesus' name. And finally, this program has been put together to help you to discover, develop, and deploy your gifts and talents so that you can fulfill your divine purpose on the head, and so you'll be fulfilled. If you want to know more about all this, you have to take, because the time, 30 minutes, we just don't enough to even begin to explain the details of all this. Just get across to me. If you need help in helping, maybe you don't even know your talent, or you don't know how to develop it, or you don't know even how to turn it into, you know, into a ministry. And so, you know, you need to get, that is why we, the Lord has sent us to you. Just get across. I'll be giving you, sharing my contact details with you. Your life will not remain the same. In the name of Jesus. Jesus the way. 
taking the world around the world. I'll be right back. I worship you. You are here working in this place. I worship you. I worship you. You are here moving in a mist. I worship you. I worship you. You are here working in this place. I worship you. I worship you. You're welcome back. This is Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. I'm your host, Dio Dukoya, or just simply Daddy D. Now, the topic for today is we are sent to save sinners. We are sent to save sinners. That is the major assignment for us as believers in Christ. And maybe you are there, you are not yet saved. Yes, after being saved, you are going to enter the same company because this is the only work God assignment God has for us. We are saved to serve. And that service is in saving, helping others to come to believe in Christ. And in doing that, you enter your prosperity. Hallelujah. And it's so simple. There's nothing complex about it. You see, it's actually a proof of your love. When you truly, when you truly, I mean, when you are truly saved, you'll be truly walking in love. And the way you show that love is by helping to make sure that people around you are saved from suffering eternal I mean, for, for experiencing eternal suffering in El Fryer. So, what's the anchor scripture? Where did you get the revelation for today's topic? From Mark chapter 2, verses 15 to 17. Mark chapter 2, verses 15 to 17. Make sure you write it down and go and meditate on it on your home because you'll catch more revelations. Because of time, we only limit ourselves to, you know, one or two statements in those scriptures. We can't even begin to flog, I mean, to deal, to, to go deeper on in the entire scripture. In fact, some scriptures like this, we use two, three weeks to actually begin to tease out all the various uh, revelations God is giving us as it was. So let's quickly hear what the Lord says. He's telling us in Mark 2, chapter 15 to 17. That scripture says, And it came to pass that as Jesus sat at meat in his house, many publicans and sinners sat also together with Jesus and his disciples. And when they sat together with Jesus and his disciples, for there were many and they followed him. And when the scribes and the Pharisees saw him eat with publicans and sinners, they said unto his disciples, How is it that he heated and drinketh with publicans and sinners? When Jesus heard it, he said, he said, he said unto them, They that are whole have no need of the physician, but they that are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance <clears throat> hallelujah now this very important we understand this once and for all that the only work god has for us on earth is to believe in jesus christ and help others to do the same and so we enjoy eternal life with god the only work of god you can see that in john chapter 6 verses 28 to 29 you know, some people ran to Jesus, asking him, what is the work of God that may work the work of God? And this was his response. And they said, I mean, okay, let me even read the whole scripture because it is actually reported here. Then said they unto him, what shall we do that we might walk the works of God? Jesus answered and said unto them, 
this is the work of God that you you believe on him whom he had sent. Hallelujah. Can it be clearer than that? You know, there's something mystery about the things of God and the word of God is that it looks so simple that so many people stumble on that. So, so many human beings these days, maybe particularly Africans, they, if things are not complex, they don't believe it's real or genuine. That's the problem with so many people. But there's a simplicity of the gospel. Even in the physical world, I'm beginning to realize that there's power in simplicity. Very great inventions, if you go and check them, they're very simple. You mean, if you see the theory, the principles behind them, they're just very simple. Simple applications, simple theories. And you'd be surprised the kind of product they are giving us to, to experience upon it. So, see, so let's not begin to make things complex for ourselves. So, it's very important we understand things. So this is the old work of God? Yes. And how are we to achieve that? We are to use our gifts, our talents, our special abilities, our skills, our resources to do this divine work in the spirit of righteousness. That's what Matthew 6.3 is saying Seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things shall be added unto you. So shall all the things that the people of the world are dying to get, land, cares, you know, these, that, money, you know, and all sorts, you will effortlessly, you will not be running after those things. In fact, those things will be running after you. We have living proofs of this presently on the earth. Hallelujah. We have living proofs. And by the grace of God, we are gradually getting there too. And you and I will get there fully, fully in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. It's a journey. It's not one day you just jump there, bam. No, it's a process. You have to pay your due. Glory to God. So, understand therefore that the sole purpose, the sole purpose of our master Jesus Christ coming to the earth in the flesh is to save mankind from eternal suffering in hellfire and grant us access to eternal life of bliss with God. John 3, 16, you can see that in John 3, for God so much loved the world that he gave his only begotten son unto us that whosoever believes in him should no longer perish or go to hell or suffer in hell, but have everlasting life of bliss with God. John, it's so clear. That's the agenda of God. That was why God sacrificed his only begotten son, Jesus, on the cross. That was the reason. But you don't miss this for anything in the world in the name of Jesus. That's the old work of God. That's the old essence of our master Jesus coming. We are ordained. That is why we have been ordained ambassadors to our master Jesus Christ. So as ambassadors of Christ, we are to follow in walk in the footsteps of our master. Just like we saw in this scripture for today. We are to dine and interact with sinners around us. Showing them God's love so they can be saved. See the sequence. We are to show them love. Not to condemn them. Not to condemn them. We interact with them. If you don't go to where they are, how can you get to save them? How can they know and receive and I mean be able to how will they be able to receive the message you have for them? You have to get across to them. And of course, one of the platforms is through the radio administration where this radio, of course, this radio ministry can get into nuke and crane of wherever they have because most people like listening to the radio where they are. Part of the prayer will just pray that by the time the message they discover that this is a preaching, they will not switch off. And the Holy Ghost can always arrest them as we as we engage in prayer. That's why I need your support in prayer. 
support me in prayer that every time this message is going forth, everyone that those who have not been listening before the Holy Ghost will supernaturally tune them. I mean, make them to tune to Ebron to the particular platform. This in this particular case, Ebron FM ninety five point nine, or they'll upload their podcast. The Holy Ghost will supernaturally make people to become aware of the, those messages, and then when they begin to listen. The Holy Ghost will make them to delight in listening again and again and again until they are totally transformed. It's prayer that will do that part. It's prayer that will do that part. So, you see, we need support in so many ways. It's not only in terms of money, in terms of prayers. We need support. We need to work together. The, spirit, the kingdom of God is a corporation, not competition. All of us just need to support one another to be able to advance the kingdom of God. We are saved to serve. And we are saved to save. We are actually our divine assignment. We are, we are saved to save sinners. Glory to God. And following the pattern of our Lord Jesus Christ. The first thing he was doing to them is not preaching. He was just, he was just, he was just interacting with them and loving, showing them love. We go to where they are. We are to fish them out. Just like our master did with Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was so interested in knowing the Lord. He, when he, he was a short man, he couldn't see him. So he ran ahead, knowing the path he was going to take, and then climbed a tree. Can you imagine a rich man climbing a tree just because he wanted to see Jesus? And Jesus already knew in the spirit the intention of the man. And then when he got to the tree, he looked up and said, Zacchaeus, come down. I'm, go, I'm coming to your house. I'm eating with you today. And of course, they started murmuring because of that. Because that was why he was sent to save people like Zacchaeus who are humble enough to want to know the, to want to know the Savior. Hallelujah. So, we are to reach out to those people who are crying for salvation, who are crying for help around us. Show them love. Show them love. We are to go to where they are. We are to fish them out like our master did. We are to go to the highways and edges to compel them to come to the Lord Jesus Christ. And don't forget this. Our sole assignment on earth is to save souls by helping them to believe in Jesus, even as we do. Hallelujah. But I want you to also remember and note that there are diversities of administration. So it's not all the time. There are so many diversities. When I say diversity, let me quickly explain this. It's, we don't have to necessarily follow or use the same method. All of us, for instance, can be on the pulpit in the church. All of us, it is not composed that all Christians must have a church and then be behind the pulpit and preaching. No, it's not everybody that have to have the opportunity to be have the platform of a radio like I'm having now, or podcast and a radio and things like that. It's not everybody that it's not all the time that it has to be flyers and then you just be dropping flyers on them and then all. The, there are so many techniques. I'm not saying those methods are not good. But you see, we all have a different. The Holy Ghost has different strategies for us to reach these people. And so you need to wait on the Holy Ghost to receive that strategy. That's what I mean by that. There's, that there are diversities of administration. That one is in the Bible, First Corinthians chapter twelve. You see there, there are diversities of administration. So let's not be fixated on one single method of just sharing flyers alone or thinking that until they come to church alone. There are so many techniques and ways we can get across to them. Some may not like coming to church, and yet they still have to be saved. Meanwhile, they watch, they set glue to television. So we can project and come up with programs on television that will interest them. And through it, they can be saved. We just need to receive inspiration from the Holy Ghost. Some love cartoons. Some love animation. Some love even the social media. There are so many techniques and ways we can get across to them. That's what, so just remember there are diversities of administration. So receive your own strategy 
of fulfilling this assignment from the Holy Ghost. Receive it. There are so many techniques of doing it. You have to use your gift and your talent. Also understand that you cannot give what you don't have. So, for you to be effective in helping others to believe in Jesus, you must truly believe yourself and it will show in your behavior. And in fact, the major proof of your faith in Christ is working in genuine love towards God and towards men. If you truly love God, you, you will not be committing sin. You will not be committing sin. You will not delight in fornication, adultery, telling lies and co. because that's not the nature of Jesus. That would be hypocrisy if you say you believe in Christ and you are doing all those things. You, are, you don't really believe. And that those kind of behavior alone will block people. They will not want to listen to you because they know you for you you are. They can see beyond your, your talk. So they won't believe what you are saying. They will not be able to believe what you are saying. They won't be able to follow you. So you will not be an effective witness because you are not living the life of Christ. So the very first thing Christians need to understand to be effective soul winners, to be able to win souls unto the Lord, to be, to be saviors to, to perishing souls around us, is to live the life of Christ. Is to walk in love like Jesus loved us. And show love to people around us before we even start preaching to them or sharing flyers with them. That's the way to go. That way our preaching and our sharing of flyers will be more effective. That's the way to go. And I see God helping us to have greater and better results in the name of Jesus. And that goes to everywhere you are. It can be in the boroughs, it can be in the workplace, it can be, you know, let's begin to walk in this way. And don't forget the diversity of administration, there are various techniques. The Holy Ghost will be giving us this revelation of these things as we proceed in the mighty name of Jesus. This is the old work of God. Hallelujah. So let's begin to build up ourselves to begin to think talk and behave like Jesus so our administration can be more effective because we can give what we don't have. When people see this nature of Jesus around us, they will naturally want to follow us. So in summary, how can I be an effective soul winner? Number one, you have to be genuinely born again. Number two, you have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Number three, you have to daily read and obey the word of God and live the word. This third part is so critical. You cannot be an effective soul winner if you are not living the word. And remember, Jesus Christ is the word. That means you are living like Jesus. That's what it means. When you begin to live like Jesus, you begin to have the results of Jesus. You begin to manifest the works of Jesus. When you begin to live like Jesus, you think like him. You talk like him. You behave like him. So you begin to manifest his works. And so people will naturally, the sinners around you will naturally begin to, and then you begin to walk in love like Jesus, interacting with the sinners, dining with them, interacting with them. And so you'll be able to win them. But let me give you a warning here before you start interacting with them. If you are still young, believer, and weak, and not too strong, don't say you are going to start interacting with um, with um, unbelievers because you, you, you may not be strong enough to convert to win them. They may end up even converting you if you are not careful. So, this one is meant for those who already, they're already standing firm in the Lord. If you're a new believer, don't quickly start jumping out to say you want to, because Jesus, you saw Jesus dining with the sinners, you too want to start dining with them. First of all, build up yourself and be strong in the faith so that when you begin to interact with them, they cannot easily sweep you over. Rather, you'll be the one having influencing them. It takes being strong and rooted in the word before you can achieve that. I need to give that one in, please. We need to balance up the message. Huh. This is very, very important. Hallelujah. We shall not miss it in Jesus' name. And finally, you need to be conscious of God at all times. And 
the, and that the only and then remember that the only work he has given us is to believe in his son Jesus Christ so you need to walk the work of Christ daily be conscious of it be conscious of that the only assignment you have is to help people to believe in Christ so walk in that consciousness as you move around every day so from the way you talk you know you're already ministry your talk the way you interact with people in your office in the school you are preaching you have become a living epistle so when you do it right you discover that they will just so much just fall in love with you and they want to listen to what you are saying and they want to follow you glory to God that's the way it works so winning souls you win you win souls with a lifestyle of pure unconditional love and that is what the major commandment God has given us as you begin to walk in that spirit and you walk in the consciousness that you are a living magnet you are you are ordained to be a fisher of men you walk in that consciousness as I step out today and to attract people to Jesus and to help people to believe in Jesus then you'll be conscious the way you talk will be different the way you think will be different the way you behave will be different even when they're offending you you are conscious that you are, you, some people are watching you and you want to attract them and win them to the Lord you will, you will, you will let go and let God you'll be more patient you'll be more loving you'll be more caring you'll operate unconditional love you'll be more sacrificial and that would win people more and more to the Lord that is the better and more effective way of winning people to the Lord than just sharing flyers I'm not saying sharing flyers is not good oh please but you see, it will make our flyer, I mean, flyer sharing and material sharing more effective when we are walking in this spirit. I pray that the Lord grant us understanding in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And as we begin to do all this, you, continue, you begin to enjoy all and peace, prosperity, and eternal life of bliss with God. Jesus the way, taking the world, around the world. I'll be right back. We make a miracle walker, promise keep. Light and the darkness, my God, that is who you are. We make a miracle worker, promise keeper. Light and the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Welcome back. This is Jesus, the way, the truth, and life. I'm your host, Dio Duke, or just simply that it is. We have been exploring the very interesting topic we are sent to save sinners. And that includes those who are just joining. Maybe you are just giving your opinion. You have not even given your life to Christ. After giving your life to Christ today, the work has started. You begin to work also to save sinners. So that's why this message will not be lost on you. It's still for you too. Glory to God. And so I know you want to enter into that company. You want to join the company of those who, who will be, become fishers of men. Because our prosperity our peace, our joy, our fulfillment in life is in fulfilling this divine assignment using our various gifts and talents, hallelujah, and the various diverse strategies the Holy Ghost will be giving us. That's the whole work of God, and that is what makes life fulfilling. You want to enjoy, you want to enter into this company, hallelujah. The very first step is that you must give your life to Christ or dedicate your life to Christ. Do you feel a need for you to dedicate your life to Christ or give your life to Christ now? You want to enter into this company of, he says, saviors shall arise out of Zion. You, are, you want to enter the company of saviors, saviors, saviors. Then lift up your right hand to the Lord and put your left hand on your chest and say the following after me. Say, my heavenly father, I come before you in the name of Jesus. I know I'm a sinner. I'm asking you to forgive my sins. I plead the blood of Jesus. Father, I believe Jesus Christ is your only begotten son. Say that. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. 
I believe Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe Jesus Christ is the Savior. Lord Jesus, save me. Write my name in the book of life. Give me the grace to go and see no more. Thank you for answering me, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Congratulations if you have prayed that prayer. It's a new day for you. I rejoice with you. Angels are rejoicing with you now. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. It's a new day for you. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So don't forget now, it's not enough to just give your life to Christ. You need to begin to feed your newborn spirit. Minimum two chapters of the Bible every day. You also need to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. This is very important. You need to be baptized in the Holy Ghost to the point of speaking in tongues. The, uh, the foundation school are available in most churches to handle this. But if your church is not having a foundation class, then I encourage you to join us at Winner's Chapel. At Winner's Chapel. Um, at the Canaan Land, the headquarter church, you can join us there. And um, by 6 p.m. every Monday, just two Mondays only, you ask for Kingdom Heritage, uh, Kingdom Heritage uh, Nursery Primary School. That is where it is holding every Monday. So, but if you are far away, you can. Uh, I will share my contact details with you so that I will give you a description of how you can get across to us. In the precious name of Jesus. Glory to God. Congratulations again. And um, let's quickly minister to those who are sick. If you're out there, you're challenged with sickness, the Lord has part of the assignment the Lord has given us. Because you have given your life to Christ, you are part of the body of Christ now. Literally. So what a master Jesus cannot suffer, you are not permitted to suffer it. Therefore, I want you to begin to uh, stretch your faith now. Resist, resist the devil because he's the one behind that sickness. And he shall, he shall flee from you. So let me join, join your faith. Let's join our faith together and pray now. And, and believe something. And Mark eleven twenty four 24 says, whatever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive it and you shall have it. The moment we finish this prayer, you believe that you have received your healing and you shall have it in Jesus' name. How do you show you believe your healing? You begin to behave like what you believe. If you believe God has healed you, you begin to behave like somebody who is healed. Maybe before you have been on the wheelchair, you couldn't walk. You make the effort to you jump out of that wheelchair. The Holy Ghost will strengthen you and put you back on your feet. You're on the bed. You have been bedridden. You couldn't move before. Shout it. I know Jesus has healed me. Arise and begin to make your bed. As you begin to make that effort, the Holy Ghost will strengthen you and put you back on your feet. And so you overcome that challenge forever. That was how the Lord helped Kenneth Egan to overcome paralysis and leukemia cancer of the blood. They gave him one year to live. He lived up to 87 and shook the whole world for Jesus. It's your turn to reign. Are you ready to take what belongs to you in Christ? Then begin to set forth your hand and touch the garden from where you're hearing my voice. Now begin to say amen to these prayers. In the name of Jesus, my heavenly Father, I lift up these precious souls before you. Because these ones have given their life to you, they are part of your body. They are not permitted to be afflicted by the devil anymore with sickness. Because you took our infirmities, Lord. You bore our sickness. By your stripes we are healed. Therefore, in Jesus' name, we will rebuke you, Satan, concerning these ones. In Jesus' name, lose him now. In Jesus' name, lose her now. My Lord Jesus Christ has healed these ones. Yes, you are set free. My Lord Jesus Christ has healed you. Receive and take what belongs to you now. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Begin to shout it. Thank you. Father, I also beseech you in the name of Jesus. Let it please to replace, repair, and restore anything that the enemy has stolen or killed or destroyed in the life of these ones. In the name of Jesus. Lord, save them. Lord, deliver them. Set them free. In the mighty name of Jesus of Nazareth. Thank you, Father, for doing it. In Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen. Congratulations, congratulations. I want to hear your testimony, especially those who have been saved and those who have just received healing now. Or maybe you need counseling or you need counseling concerning a healing matter too. You can say, get across to me. Or maybe you need more counsel concerning spiritual challenges or financial challenges or academic challenges or marital challenges. You can also get across to me. Or maybe you need help. You are talented because that's part of the assignment that's given us in the area of singing, in the area of drawing, in the area of animation, in the area of writing, and so on and so forth. And you know this product, your product can be a blessing to the body of Christ. You are not a beginner. You are in the grade A category. And you are not looking for money. You can get across to us. You'll be assisted to, to come up with your product. Hallelujah. Or maybe you are interested in our part postcard uploaded on Anchor and Spotify and YouTube. You want to get the link? You can also get across to us. So some of our book materials, you can get across to us too. And finally, understand, maybe I, I want you to understand that the surest key to prosperity is giving in love for the advancement of the kingdom of God. You no, know, maybe so. Perhaps the Lord is touching your heart to sow a seed on a regular basis to support his work in this ministry, Christ Talents, so you can get in touch also with me. Are you ready with your pen? Take note of our number, 234-909-6505-735. Let me repeat that again, 234-909-6505-735. Hallelujah. Remember, you know, this is our start number. Please, no flashing. Just the least you can do is to send the text message. If you are using Android phone, an automatic message will respond to you to show you what to do if you want to submit to a talent product. Hallelujah. Remember, it's not what you know that matters, but what to do with what you know. As you begin to apply these three secrets, I see God lifting you to your topmost top, transforming you all together in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It's a new day for you. Jesus, the way, taking the world round the world. See you again next week and see you at the top and God bless you. You've been listening to Dr. Dio Odukoya, taking you on a life-transforming journey to ensure you being a winner on earth. For more information and testimonies, contact Daddy D on 090-96-50-5735. Until next time, keep basking in God's grace. Jesus.